welcome to the I'm Such a Pisces podcast. We're two friends taking an explorative journey into all things astrology and a little woo. I'm Christine. I'm a creative, intuitive counselor and coach and astrology enthusiast. We Pisces like to wear all the hats. You can find me on IG at the Dreamy Piscean. And I'm Shelby. I am a licensed social worker, a big feelings person, and a light skeptic. Uh, here to learn all the astrological things. You can find me on Twitter at Shelby Tweeting and being a Cancer Rising on Instagram at Shelby Cooking Things. Welcome to our show. Hello, friends. My name is Christine, and we are back for another episode of the I'm Such a Pisces podcast. Hey, hey. And special treat today because we don't have any real content. We're just chatting today. We're just hanging out. We're having a little guys... um, girl dinner? Girl dinner. Girl yeah, dinner? we're having a little girl dinner. <laughs> what, are, what are you having for your girl dinner? Because I'm having... Mm. Um, I'm having water and a liquid IV. I had a frozen pierogi as we started this call and one five milligram gummy edible. What's oh, your girl dinner? Okay, well, I, I have to say now on food, like a real food basis, I did actually eat a little bit more before, just before we started recording. But I did, I ate half of, you know, now I think it's my like pre-show meal. I guess we're having mm-hmm. kava every time. So yes. <laughs> Back on okay, my kava. kava is also girl dinner. It's a, it's like it's yes, like a, it's, it's a real a girl of, meal. Yeah, it's a girl meal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just a bunch yeah. of stuff mixed together, and mm-hmm. just tastes good. It tastes great. And a little, uh, you know, the toasted pita. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, so, so good. good. Okay, I had kava for the first time here in Kansas City, like. A few weeks ago, I think I texted you and I was like, okay, I get it. I understand why you're so obsessed with kava now. I ate it again. Like a few weeks later, I was like out shopping and doing some stuff. And of course, like right where all the shopping centers are, Mm -hmm. there's a kava. And I was like, I need to eat right now. I'm so (laughs) hungry. So of course, I got it. And then... I went shopping with my mom the other day, and she was like, I'm getting kind of hungry. Do you want lunch? And I was like, yeah, of yeah. course. You always say yes when you're shopping with your mom and she yes. wants to buy you lunch, right? Of, of course. course. Like, I'll never grow out of that. <laughs> <laughs> but I introduced her to Kava, and she, she was so funny about it. She was like, now, what is this place? And I was like, oh, it's kind of like Chipotle, but like for like Mediterranean and salads. Like, you mm-hmm. go through the line, you like pick out your stuff, or yeah. you can just do a build your own or whatever. And so... She's like, I think I'm just going to order one of the, like, preset things or whatever just to. (laughs) You're like, no. I'm like, okay, it's your first time. But you don't know what's good here. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I get it. So she gets a Greek salad or whatever. And she's like, we sat down at the table and she was like, I was watching them build it as I was going through the line and my mouth started watering. I was like, yeah, Mm -hmm. shit is good. It's really good. And anyway, she really liked it, I think. So. Okay, good. Another another kava. You you've influenced both of us now. <laughs> what am I? An influencer. <laughs> this is not an ad for kava, but if they want to sponsor if us for the podcast, kava, I mean, oh I have God. all kinds of great things to say, you know? Mm-hmm. Just yeah. Have it like every week. <laughs> it's so good. And it really feels like you're like eating well. It does. I feel good about it every time. That's why I don't mind buying. I'm like, you know, why not? It feels healthy, you know. 
That's how I always felt about um, when I lived in Nashville. I always felt that way about Ian Rose. Mm-hmm. And I know that's also your shit. It's just you know. like, it's takeout, but it's like healthy. And you yeah. like eat it and you're full, but you're satisfied. And it's like, you don't feel like, ugh, I ate too much. Right. Like, I mean, it's literally, it's they so call themselves good. a wellness bodega. So, you know. It is. Yeah. I feel good yeah. about it. I'm big on my, like, food is medicine shit, so I'm like, if I don't feel good, I'm getting something like that. I'm getting, like, a leafy green or, like, a really hearty soup or, like, Mm. a, you know. Yeah. I gotta get me some soups. Some, like, good soups. I love soup. Yeah. I'm always here for a soup. I'll eat soup in the middle of August, like in the middle of the fucking summer. I'm I'm the psycho. Are you I'll soup eat and soup and summer person. Okay. I'm a soup right. and summer person. I don't know. I also if I, am, I like but... a little. I like a cold soup too, though, like a gazpacho. Oh, gazpacho. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm here for it. Anyway, sorry. Chilled. That was a hard tangent. <laughs> it's okay. That's that's what we're here for. Again. That's what we're here it's girl for. Dinner. We're just you know it's nibbling, <laughs> we're snacking. <laughs> Nibbles all over. <laughs> little snacks. A little tangent here, a little tangent there. But should we check uh, out CoStar or like I don't know what you Oh yeah. Do? do yeah, let's 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 get see what CoStar's gotta say CoStar. about it. I haven't looked at mine t- today. I haven't actually either. So successfully avoided it. <laughs> Got mine pulled up. Okay, if you're go, ready. Go for it. So my co-star today says, what do you need to learn and what is the question that needs asking? So we're in an, an exploratory place today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do I need to learn? Probably a lot of things. <laughs> I've, got, I've got lots of lessons to learn. Many so. things. And what question? <laughs> what questions need to be asked? Is that what's... what questions need to be asked? Mm. Yeah. What What is the question that needs asking? What do you need to learn? I like that. That's, mm. Okay. This is so interesting though because that's that's the main question, mm-hmm. right? Or that's the main horoscope. But my dues. So my dues are paperbacks. Do some reading later. Good news. Somebody give good me some news. good news. <laughs> and clues. Okay. Blues clues. Blues. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... (laughs) Don't get me started. Okay. (laughs) She's reining it in. She's reining it in. Mm -hmm. Um, My don'ts include slush. No slush. Like, is that like a slushy? Like, I can't have a slushy. (laughs) What if I'm in the mood for a slushy? It is a little cold for that. It was actually really nice here today. It was here, too. You know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's December, but it it was like 60 degrees. Yeah. So, don't... No slushes. No variables and no question mark. Mm. So how am I supposed to find the question that needs asking if I can't use a question mark? Mm. <laughs> what is that? That's very interesting. We shouldn't ask that. too many questions, though. But, you know what? You know. Just let it be. Just let it be. <laughs> you question it. Let it be. Because. Wait for the good news. Wait for the clues Wait. to appear to yes. me. And that's 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 that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. What does your co-star have to say today? Okay, so my co-star says, prioritize communication. Mm, okay. And well, Do you feel- I can say. <laughs> you, you did that today? <laughs> I have communicated all day. All day And today. a lot of last nights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Christine is, <laughs> did you guys know that Christine is a for hire therapist? <laughs> <laughs> Call me Just at kidding. any time, all right? Any time of the night. <laughs> 
I'll be laying in the Just bed. Kidding. Just She uh, will send you an invoice after the fact. I will okay. send you an invoice, though. Now. But you know what? Those communication skills are on par. We are like communicating, they are, okay? Everything is firing Doing for you today. Of, but you know, I will say, again, made a believer out of someone. They're like, oh, do you, you're the real deal. Like, they're like, you, like, if anybody ever asks or says anything about him, like, listen, let them know, okay? You better mm-hmm. let them know. All right? Mm-hmm. It's the real I deal hate over to- here. <laughs> I never want to be that friend that's like, okay, you can call me, you know, about anything, but then, you know, I, I never want to be like, I'm a therapist. Like, I am a friend that you should call. <laughs> like, I, I, but like, you know, I just wait to let them kind of figure it out. It's like, okay, yeah. I'm not going to give you advice, but I am going to reflect back to you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to like, you know, I'm going to listen actively. Yes. <laughs> I'm going you know, to ask you questions. And it's funny because sometimes, it, sometimes I'm in just like strictly friend mode, mm-hmm. but sometimes... I guess in certain situations, you're presenting with information, like when you can very clearly see, like maybe I need to present you with this other perspective, you yes. know, and like, yeah. if the person is receptive, I'm like, okay, yeah, let's have this conversation. And we just, it just flowed and we explore things. And I think they continue to want me to see mm-hmm. a certain side and that was fine. And I was like, and I see it and I'm, and it's valid. And, sure. you know, these other things. Um, <laughs> and, so, and these other things. Like, that's, yep. that's just part of it. So, okay, let me let me do my do's and don'ts because I feel like oh, yes. my battery yes. is about to die or something. So okay. I don't want that to happen while we're recording. Can't have that. So, do security blanket, <laughs> um, aphrodisiacs. Ooh, it's always sexy over there. <laughs> okay, just, just me by myself. So sexy. Yep. Um, Aries Venus, forever. Just forever. Aphrodisiacs. <laughs> Fly swatter. Mm-mm-mm. Get them out of here. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> don't hurt feelings. Me don't hurt okay. them or don't have them. Okay. We'll see. Same both. Maybe. Both. Yes and. Yeah. Yes and. <laughs> uh, dramatic gestures and regrets or regrets. Regrets. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. Hey. So that's that's what I got for co-star. I'm gonna say let's take a break just so I make sure that we don't lose this <laughs> this audio. <laughs> All right, that sounds good to me. We will be right back. Hey, hey, y'all. We are back. We did not lose any audio, and we are good to go. You know, Mercury (laughs) Retrograde tried it. It's it worse. Are we still in the shadow period, or is it actually Mercury Retrograde now? I'm not sure, but either way. It tried. It's it. coming. It it's tri- it's, it's trying. coming, and it's and it's trying it. We but are we, crossing all of our T's. We called it. Yes, doing what needs to be done. Not today, Mercury <laughs> retrograde. Okay. Not today. Not okay. today. <laughs> do we have Do we have some relatable content this week? Do we have some <laughs> some polls to come check in on or anything? You know, we do have one poll, but I do not have any you know specific oh. relatable content. But we've got things to talk about in general. Oh, okay. Just some. I thought you were about to say we didn't have any responses to the poll. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Last week, actually, we didn't have a poll. (laughs) I remember. And then I tried to, like, think of one. And then this week got kind of wild. So I was like, okay, we just didn't have a poll. We skipped it this week. Uh, That's fine. (laughs) Because I listened back. I'm like, oh, wait, we didn't have a poll. (laughs) Oops. Um, So, wait. Oh, wait. No, we're not there yet. We're not retrograde until the 13th. Um, Oh, okay. But we are, you know. Here we are Prepare yourselves, y'all. So Remember see, your see how I was trying it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Make sure you got your stuff together, okay? Mm-hmm. But I have an interesting little 
poll for this week. I saw this on Facebook, not Facebook, Instagram or something, (laughs) some kind of, I don't know if it's a reel or something. I was like, well, what an interesting, it was a, I think someone was talking about this, but, Mm -hmm. um, so the question is, would you rather them, this, you know, benefactor, significant other, sugar, (laughs) mama, daddy, other person, you know, Uh would you rather them buy you diamonds or land? Oh, I mean, I know what my answer is. I know what my answer is. Yeah. (laughs) I I have opinions. I have strong opinions about this, but I don't want to, I don't know, should we... Should we talk about them? Should we wait for the people to to give us their thoughts and then we we come back to it, or do we? I said, let's talk, talk about it. it. You know, this is this is you know our time. Like you know, okay, talk about let's random talk about shit. <laughs> let's talk about it because <laughs> if anybody is it. picking diamonds, you're wrong. You're wrong. The resale value <laughs> on diamonds is nothing. Like okay, it's Unless land you're just or bust. Like a pretty thing, and you just you know want to adorn yourself, and you know that's okay. It is okay. That's okay. You know, you're right. That's that's okay, but. It's it's not, but, it's not a good investment. Yeah. But <laughs> diamonds also, are a terrible investment. Now, what we don't know is, like, how many diamonds are, like, wh- what is sure. the value of said diamonds? Like, sure. Are we talking yeah. about billions or, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. millions? Like, what what are That's we talking fair. about when we're talking about diamonds? Like, and one diamond? I would, I would also like to know, like, is there strings attached to the land? Is it is it all mm. in my name? Is it in your name and I just get to live there? Because mm-hmm. if that's the case, I might think about it differently. Like, if right. you're buying me something, I want it to be mine. Now, I, w- I am working under the assumption that the land, like, that I will own the land. Okay, okay. Well, in that case. As much as you can own land. But, you know, that's a whole other right. <laughs> whole other thing. <laughs> now, does the land is, and also maybe it depends on where the land is. Is it... In the middle of nowhere, is there a property on the land? Is mm. there, you know, um, is it is it farmable land? Mm-hmm. Is it commercial land? Right. Like, what do you, you know? Is there's a lot of land? questions. <laughs> yeah, is yeah. it good land? Is it yeah. just a, a bunch of rocks? Like, <laughs> is there diamonds what on is, the land? Are, is it okay? <laughs> is it mineable? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. probably not. But you know, I it's a valid question. Okay. Questions that need answers. Q T N A. Yes, questions that need answers. Yeah, I I think as with every poll that we do, I'm always I, it's so very Piscean of us to just be like, well, there's so many possibilities. <laughs> like, there's so many. You know, it's not black or white, right? Like, exactly. We love a gray area. Mm-hmm. So, like, well, actually, we thought we were on one answer, which I still think we're on. Mm-hmm. But there are questions, right? Like, because there's, yes, you know. If it's like there's always questions, millions and millions worth of diamonds, then you know that's. I guess it, then that becomes like the money now versus money over time with land, right? Right, right. Because, but you know, I mean, I think land—it's a valuable thing to own a piece of land, or really just to own any sort of property, home, mm-hmm. anything Absolutely. like that. You know, if it's yours, feels feels good. But at the same time. I don't know. We're making all this shit up. None of it is really ours in that in that okay. sense. You know, awesome. if we're widening our scope a little bit, like yeah. it's all made up. It's all made up. We just said this stuff. Well, we know what happened, but right, we do. <laughs> we, we know what happened. has to happen to own thing, land, and things, and mm-hmm. you know, usually terrible yeah. things. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's pull yeah, ourselves out of that deep dark hole. Let's not go there. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like tell that question. Tell us your though. thoughts. Yes. Uh, you yeah. Know. Tell us your thoughts. If you've got differing opinions, please let us know. It can if you can convince me that a diamond is a better investment than land. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm here for that argument. If you can be persuasive. Yeah. Yeah. Diamonds <laughs> or lands. Tell us your thoughts. All right, so um, I don't think we'll, you know, we won't take a break. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll just keep, we'll just keep going. <laughs> keep it right on rolling. Keep it right uh, so on rolling. I wanted to follow up a little bit about mm-hmm. um, being friends with our exes. <laughs> <laughs> and did you? Is your therapist hat on? And you have some things to say to me specifically? No, well, you know, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You know, I've been dealing a lot with exes and, you know, uh, friends and friends Mm -hmm. with exes lately. And there's just a lot been going on. Um, But also, I've, you know, been seeing this show up on television. Mm. Um, And this came back up because I was watching one of my favorite Netflix dramas. Now, you know, one of my favorite categories, real estate drama. (laughs) Oh, um, <laughs> and there's so much. There's so much to be had. There's so much. I'm like, what a category now. We've got real estate dramas. Re- <laughs> reality real estate dramas. Um, mm-hmm. So Selling Sunset is one of my faves. Um, mm-hmm. And I, as soon as they upload that stuff, I am on it. So like, I'm like, okay, we're binging today. Like, right. what are the girls doing <laughs> What are they wearing? <laughs> now, is it like, do you get to see, like, I'm curious because you are such an, like, interior design person. Like, mm-hmm. do you get to see the insides of the houses and that's oh, you what drew you, you in? Yeah, or I know. It, were you these. just starting off, like, I want to get in on this drama? Or were you like, okay, now I'm, I want to watch it for the, the real estate aspect and then the, dramas kept, the drama kept you there? Now, you know, I'm no stranger to reality television. So, sure. You know, I, you know, that part didn't have any issue. But, you know, I love um, seeing beautiful homes. And, I mean, these are like of course. multi, multi, you know, the things that end up getting featured on the show. Now, of course, these mm-hmm. agents are selling homes that are, you know, like $2 million. Like, these are things that are probably, like, more of their bread and butter than what sure. the show lets on, but I'm sure, I think at this point, people know that. Um, yeah. But, of course, you know, they'll show, like, a $40 million home, and, you know, like, all these, like, amazing homes out in L.A. Um, and in, like, the Beverly Hills area. Like, just, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just crazy, you know, it's just crazy to see, like, the luxury yeah. and the, the finishes. So, it's, I mean, that kind of stuff is what you come for yeah um and then of course you know like if you like a little reality drama of course <laughs> they, and who they doesn't they bring it and then you know they've got money so they bring some fashion to the table and mm-hmm. of course it's la so they you know i've got plastic surgery like very you know, everybody's very, you know everybody's had work done <laughs> yeah you know yes yes it's, it's very it's a it's a different life Oof. um but on the show. <laughs> right. On the show. Um, there are, so the two owners or, you know, owners of the, the Oppenheim group, these twins. Mm-hmm. Um, so one guy is Jason. So Jason has dated like several at this point of the agents in the office. Oh, of over course. time. Of course. Workplace <laughs> like, drama. But like, but like, it's like a whole. 
I mean, they're all friends. Like, they're all friends with each other. And so he dated this girl, Chriselle. And she had dated, you know, the guy that was on, oh, I'm going to, I'm not going to be able to remember the name of the show. What's the show we were all watching that was the, I don't think you were watching it though. Okay. Mm. Okay. But it was about a family. It was a drama and everyone's always crying every week. Oh, uh, oh, this is us. This, this is, is us. us. I knew you were going I remember yeah. it was like a workplace, like everybody in the office watched it. And I was like, I am not trying to watch TV and just be sad. Like ev- everyone comes into the office talking about this shit crying. I'm like, I'm no, thank you. I'm yes. good. <laughs> That's why I was like, I remember you specifically were like, I'm no, I'm not going to no, watch that. <laughs> I'm not going to subject. Like I literally cry about the things that I do at work. Like I really don't need to add any extra crying in my life. Thank you. I didn't, I don't get it <laughs> okay so anyway so but so okay so when i so chriselle used to be married to the guy um now i'm gonna forget his name too the white guy the brother mm, on the on show, the show. Okay. they used to be married at one point so okay. when the show first start started she was married to him there was some drama they got divorced okay on the show and she's over time become like this stronger character you start to kind of see her come into herself and like it's Chrishella Pisces like she's getting over time she's been giving me Pisces vibes so now she's like out here setting boundaries and people are like oh my god she's evil or you know people are like reacting to her I'm like, it's it's just setting boundaries like that's exactly what it's like when you you're just a floaty boundaryless person for most of your life and then one day you're just like actually no no you can't treat me like that is wild so it's i mean like i keep meaning to look it up because i'm like she gives very much pisces but so she so she used to she recently in recent seasons dated jason and they were just Mm. i guess very much in love and there's this whole like it was a very sad breakup for everyone i guess because they just were like oh they just loved each other so much but she wanted one thing like she wanted to have a family have a baby he didn't all that kind of stuff so yeah um (laughs) they broke up they've both moved on okay different relationships okay so it is for whatever reason important for jason that Mm -hmm. his girlfriend his ex-girlfriends that are you know of course all working at this same place Right. Um, <laughs> to all get along. They all need, he needs them to be, you know, friends, mm. cool. They need to be okay. cool. Like, they just, you know. And so, Chriselle was not, it wasn't even like she wasn't getting along with this, his now, not, he's not dating her now. But on, at this point in the show, they're still sure. dating. <laughs> like, he had been dating her for a while. And so, it's not like she didn't get along with her. She would greet her. She'd be cordial to her. But, like, she wasn't, like, besties with the girl. Okay. And so the girl kept trying to, like, talk to her about it. And, like, you know, she's just like, I don't understand what the issue is. Because, like, I Why am always very kind to, to you. Yeah, yeah. Like, I greet you very kindly when I see you. <laughs> like, I'm not understanding. I'm like, girl, I'm not understanding the issue either. Like, what's going on? Like, what is she asking for? Right. Like, why do we Why do we need to be best friends? Like, that just feels... Why do we need to be best friends? I don't... Yeah, I don't have any interest in that, frankly. Like, I don't have any interest in being very close friends with 
with the yeah. woman that's dating my ex. And we could be we could be on perfectly fine terms, but like, frankly, I just don't really want to see, especially if the breakup was not like, "fuck you, I hate you, you cheated on me," or like something like that. If it was so, like amicable. Yeah. So the thing is, so Jason and Chriselle are friends. Yeah. They're still friends. So now he has this new girlfriend. And so he would like them to be friends because he's still friends with her. This is complicated. But it, it is. And it's, yeah. and, it's, and it's more complicated because then he has these other women who, like, mm-hmm. in years, like, far He's years dated past, so many of them. Yeah. I mean, because some of them are married to other people at this point and all kinds yeah. of stuff. But he, these are his exes, and he's friends with all of them and friends with their now partner. Like, it's just mm-hmm. this family. Yeah. Um, and I said that in air quotes. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, weird reality TV family, but yes, right, yes. you know, but like it's so it begs the question in my mind. I just was thinking about that conversation mm-hmm. again. Like, if you're still friends with your ex, are you obligated to be friends with their new boo? So, uh, I have thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have thoughts, and I think, I think especially because like. Uh, having gone through, you know, a recent big breakup in my life, like, within mm-hmm. the last year, and now we're both dating other people, and, like, we're we're still very cool, we're very amicable with each other, but we're not friends, and I, right. you know, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say we're, like, we're not hanging out, and I don't expect that to happen, but at the same time, I also don't, like, we're cool, but I really don't have any interest in seeing what you've got going on over there. <laughs> or being and I, or being like friends with that person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like even if we were friends, I don't know that I would feel good about that. And I think the fact mm. that he wants them all to be friends is mm-hmm. a little red flag-ish to me. <laughs> so, first of all, the first thought that I had was it's really I I can't imagine especially if the breakup was as like devastating as they said it was because mm-hmm. it was like you know, it's always so hard to break up with someone when it's like nothing really is wrong. We just want different things out of life. Yeah. We can't, you know, I don't want to have kids. You do want to have kids. Okay, great. Like that's that's a pretty big thing that you can see, mm-hmm. you know, why that wouldn't be good in the end. And so it's a good thing that they went on ahead and broke up. Right. But like how is there not still chemistry there? I wouldn't trust that unless like I have to know that, like, you have, in order for us to be friends, I, like, I can't really, like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not even really sure what I'm trying to say, but I'm just, like, there's, there's no way, I don't believe that there is not chemistry between them. Right. And as the new girlfriend, I think either you, if you just kind of organically enjoy each other's presence and company, that's great. But I think the two options are... You either organically become friends or you don't really care for each other. And I think that then it's his responsibility to kind of like side with his current girlfriend to be like, all right, bet like, you know, mm-hmm. this relationship is important to me. I, we're, we're friends, but it's not that deep. Like, <laughs> yeah, but see, that's what's not happening. So like what's not happening is him saying like you this is my 
core relationship, you know, his yeah. girlfriend. Like, it's like, no, this person is very important to me, which is his ex. Yeah. Um, like, she is very important to me, and I need this to at least be... I don't... Well, I think he started to kind of backtrack at some point. Like, well, okay, it seemed like it was getting tense because they were getting into arguments mm-hmm. and whatnot because the girl was pushing about it. And again, Christian's like... What what is it that you want from me, like girl? When you know we don't we don't hang out, like we don't spend time. Like in the last time I was hanging out around y'all, mm-hmm. you got upset about me being there, and then the girl was like, "No, I wasn't upset." You know, it was a whole thing. But yeah, I mean, but they, I mean, they do hang out. So that was something that was interesting. Like, yeah, it's not just like casual. Like if we see each other around, like mm-hmm. they like hang out, like as friends. It feels like what's happening to me is that the new girlfriend is, like, trying to be, like, a good girlfriend because he has said, this is an important person in my life. Mm-hmm. And she's like, cool, I trust that you're not still, like, you know, uh-huh. having, a, like, a romantic relationship with this person. So I'm going to do what I need to do to, like, try and befriend her. But it's too much. And the other party... the. Chriselle doesn't mm. really want to be friends with her and so it's like okay yeah. well I'm gonna try but if you don't if you're like rude to me or you don't really want to be friends with me I'm not gonna keep trying to push the issue like right so so <laughs> so this guy so it's like she continues I think to try or to like I mean keep up this energy now here's the thing so Chriselle has made it clear like listen we are just friends and if right. it's an issue, we don't have to be friends. Right. Like, so she said that line, and I don't, you know, now Jason, she didn't say that to him directly on the show, but, like, she said that, and I think, mm-hmm. you know, at some point that's probably been communicated. But, sure. yeah, like, so her boundary is very clear of, like, I don't want to deal with this. And it sounds like <laughs> she's not being unkind to this girl either. No. Like, She's being very cordial. Like, she's doing the right things. Mm-hmm. Now it's giving Jason is not over her. hmm <laughs> So why are you trying to, like, make this? Yeah, I don't know. It's like, you made your decision. Like, you weren't willing to kind of give me what I needed out of a relationship. Mm-hmm. So you just have to let that go. Like, I mean, and, and to, to mention also, Chriselle is also in a whole other relationship. She's in a right. relationship with a woman. I was like, girl, this is hmm. but this is like a storyline that I continue to find. I'm interested in women, this, this whole thing. It's like this freedom relationship. You, yeah. you date a woman and it's just like, oh. <laughs> you get out of this life what is it? doors are opening right what? and left it's like oh, like a light comes in like oh mm-hmm. <laughs> wow it, may, wow. it makes it hard to when you try to go back you're like oh god what is this shit <laughs> i know now i'm like part of me is like you know maybe i should have like tried to date a woman just because i feel like it really raises your standard for uh for like what you yes. want out of a relationship. I think it does. Like, <laughs> but you know, I also know the unfortunate realities of yeah. <laughs> what is yeah. that? Uh, what it's know. like to date men. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I think I don't know. It's a great time. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, all that to say, I think it is fine to be friends with your ex. I think, you know, as long as everyone is open and communicable about it and Mm -hmm. everyone's on the same page. But 
I think there's lots to investigate here. I think it's worth investigating, like, what are his real feelings about her? Why does he feel a need for all of these women to be friends? Why is she trying so hard to be friends with someone who clearly does not want to be friends with her? I feel like that is giving I'm a little insecure in this relationship. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm and trying I'll be to be honest. Like, I mean, she probably has every reason to be insecure in the relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not, it's really all pointing to um, this guy is kind of, it's probably all his fault. <laughs> Yes. It's always a man's fault. Very much always his fault. I'm like, this man, oh my God. Turn it off, girl. I'm like, go ahead, Chrishell. You better tell him. Now, the internet has been, you know, a fan. Some people aren't, but like most of the internet is like, okay, come on, Chrishell. You know, we all tell Chrishell, like, you better have some batteries, girl. Like, what is wrong with these people in this toxicity that that they are promoting? (laughs) Like, yeah, no, that's, we don't need that. So now, as a second issue from the same show that came up, mm-hmm. all kind of things were coming up in this show. I was like, okay, <laughs> this season is bringing the issues, okay? You know? <laughs> the things that people need. The, the things yeah. that people are talking about. The issues to talk about. <laughs> so, Pressing issues. Also, uh, a strong theme of this particular season was coworkers as family. Uh. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Get me out of here already. Driving. No. <laughs> no. I have so many opinions about that. Yes. Yeah. So, also, so there's a whole other woman on the show. And so she, during this season, started to share about some kind of past childhood traumas and, you know, the reasons why she doesn't or doesn't have people or whatnot. And so she really leans on her co-workers mm-hmm. as family and so in get, that get lean, a friend get a friend yes okay we like girl everybody's like everybody on the internet is like amanda we are praying for some a therapist for you like right. do some healing work and get you a friend some friends outside of your workplace um but <laughs> the, the 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 co-workers are family and so she's been working with you know, the twins that own the place for, like, forever. I mean, they were, you know, all friends before they made it big. And, like, sure. you know, they was working out of an apartment and all this kind of stuff. They're telling this story this season because I guess it's, like, their 10-year anniversary. Mm. So, um, she's sharing this stuff about these traumas. And, um, you know, it's important for her for like all of the staff to be there, like at certain events, like, you know, like it, it doesn't take much for you. I mean, she would just get into these issues, you know, these like arguments with people because they weren't showing up to think like this dinner or something like, mm-hmm. she's like, it's just, it's so important for us to be here. And you know, it doesn't take, I mean, she would just get into these spaces. What about your real life and your, your real <laughs> friends outside of work and your family and like all that, okay, like your like, actual family. Your actual <laughs> family. It was wild, but, like, that that theme came up a lot. And so, I, you know, of course, we see that a lot in Uh general. Like, a lot of places we work like to refer to themselves as a family. I could rant about this all day. I Mm. hate the sentiment. And I I think part of it is uh, having worked in, you know, (laughs) we work together in a place where I think there was a lot of people at the top who would say things like, 
you know, we're really a family here and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And it, it <laughs> you just gave me the eyebrow. Like, you know exactly what I'm fucking talking about. Yes. And, and it's, especially it happens, I think, when you work in a place where you deal with really hard shit. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, social services is like that. I think, you know, first responders feel like that sometimes. Like, I get it. You, like, yeah. you really have to trust and rely on your coworkers in situations where things are difficult. Mm-hmm. But it's giving, it's, sorry, that's like the third time I've said this on this, but it's giving, um, it's giving. It, toxic family, a toxic abusive family. It's like, if you feel like we're family, let's like, how do you treat your family? Do you treat your family like you can do, you know, you can get them to do things for you, like get them to do more work for you? Right. Um, because you feel like for less pay because you feel like you know you're invested in this in this other way it's like some subversive form of capitalism that is like really insidious and gross to me when people refer to their their colleagues as their family like and don't get me wrong obviously i loved a lot of my coworkers. we're here having a podcast together (laughs) There right, were times you know. <laughs> where there were times where I would come into Christine's office and just lay on the fucking floor and be like, okay, like it did feel a little familial, but you know, yeah, I don't that know. That was it's just, because we developed an individual relationship yes, within it, that setting versus yes. just declaring that we are we are all family. And I'm like, but the the analogy is always so weird for me because I'm like. Families are so highly dysfunctional. So they can why would we want so yes. so many of them are? Yes, exactly. <laughs> In some way or another, and like you know, why would we like to model our workplaces after families? Right, <laughs> because right. we haven't figured out how to get the families together yet. Right, like we're still yes. trying to figure that out. So why yeah. are we, why are we modeling <laughs> work? It just in it, that it just way. feels like, and it, again, it's like well, I need you to stay late and do this, you know, this thing. And, and wouldn't you do that for someone? You know, we're family. Like, wouldn't you do that for me if we were family? <laughs> but I'm family? missing my family. But I'm like, <laughs> the ones um, at home. but I have a real life that I actually care about. And like, I understand sometimes things do just need to get, get done, but don't, don't frame it that way. Just be like, look, this is a thing that needs to be done. Like, why do we have to frame it? Like we're all, <laughs> we're all family. Family. I don't like it. I don't want you to be my family. I <laughs> like I don't want you to be. I don't listen. I'm like, look, we are all about chosen family these days too. And I'm like, listen, man. I don't choose you. Yeah, <laughs> I do I not do, I'm not you. choosing you. <laughs> and you know, there's also there's plenty of people who are blood related who are like, you know, I, I'm not my, choosing them anyway. <laughs> my inner circle family. I love them so much. I would not trade. I wouldn't trade them for the world. But there yes. are family members that I have that I'm just like, you know. Mm-hmm. I I don't choose you. <laughs> I do not choose you. Pass on them. Pass on them. Okay. Yeah. Like, pass. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. good. So, I, yeah. Um, you know, it, I just think it's interesting, even in that setting, <laughs> to come up, like, this family aspect and why, like, this hasn't been very solidly debunked as like mm-hmm. stop stop doing stop this doing that because yeah i guarantee you there are still like corporate entities and stuff like that that are using that kind of language mm-hmm. and it's just straight up to like you know further the the capitalist venture to make more money to you know whatever it just is it's gross it's gross it feels yeah. bad <laughs> yeah it's, 
it's never it's never a good thing. Like we're not family members, you know. We, I mean, and I, all I think about when I hear that is like the toxic dynamics. I'm like, well, who's the scapegoating? Who's this person? And who's, yeah, you know, oh my god, like, yeah. Who's the middle who's, child? What's everybody's who's role? What are our family? roles if we're family? Yes. Like, what's our what's who's the older sister? Like, right. you know, like oh what? God. What are the vibes? Uh, yeah like what is is the family structure like what you know what are we talking about here that's how you know that we're mental health professionals it's like we're looking at the the familial archetypes (laughs) in our fucked up workplace environments right because like there's some there are some but i'm like oh geez so yeah family coworkers family let's can we stop that's can we stop can we stop that's our (laughs) takeaway Christine and I would like to request formally that we stop using that language in the workplace and we just call it what it is. (laughs) Some shit. Um, So, okay. What? Okay. So some of these things I'm like, okay, I'm trying to remember. Yes. So have you ever heard of relationship PMI? PMI, not TMI. Not like I've given you too much (laughs) too soon. (laughs) Too much much information too too soon. No, PMI. 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 I don't so know what that is. Premature intimacy. Mm. Is this like this sounds like abstinence only education? Is that what we're about to go into? <laughs> no, no. Premature so. in- intimacy. Ooh. So okay, so this is apparently a relationship dating trend rumored to be destroying Gen Z dating. So okay. I saw this, I mean, this has been probably a couple, few weeks ago that I saw this and I was like, let's put it in the episode and we'll talk about it. And of course, <laughs> okay. trust that I'll remember what the fuck to talk about. Um, okay. But I do remember now. <laughs> so, it's always a struggle. Um, <laughs> yes. So this is not sexual intimacy, but actual okay. like premature sharing, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like over divulging. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's similar to like you know it's mm-hmm. not too far off from TMI, <laughs> TMI, right, and TMI right. or not, yes. not ter- yes. but like yeah, giving like too being a little too vulnerable, a little too soon. Yeah, you know maybe we're coming in. I'm not. I mean, I'm not sure how it happens if you're like coming in just like sharing our all of our traumas. Like you mm-hmm. know this thing. Ha- I mean that may be something that happens. People just get right into their their war stories almost. Yeah, I, yeah. Hmm. How do you feel about that? Like, how soon do you feel? Because I know Christine is somebody with layers. Okay, <laughs> from from my perspective, I'm like, it took me. I feel like it took. We've been friends now for I don't know yeah. what. When did you start working at the place where we work together? Like 2016. That's I'm like. So that's been some years. Like it's been some years. It's about to be 2024. <laughs> like we've been friends for a hot minute, and minute. really, I feel like, I feel like I like. Obviously, we've known each other the whole time. I feel like we've been slowly kind of, and I, I am that way too. Like I don't, I don't always give everything all at once. Yeah. But we've like, kind of come to to <laughs> learn. More and more, more of each other's lore. I think yes. every day, yes, <laughs> uh, or every time, especially now, every time we have a podcast. So I feel like maybe this is not an issue for you, is it? <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. I think there's enough there. Yeah, that like I'm. I, I think people probably think I'm sharing something that's deep. <laughs> 
or like yes. very not that it's not deep or intimate but it's like yeah there's a, there's no there's there's a lot more don't worry like I'm, yeah. I'm still I'm still taking it light on you know <laughs> don't worry yeah. we're not taking it too deep in here but it depends on how we you know how the conversation starts because like if we start into something that's like well I mean I could share this thing as long mm-hmm. as it's I mean if it's not if I can maintain my if I can stay regulated and tell something, I think I yeah. feel differently. Like if I'm like still traumatized by something and I start sharing yes. that with so I don't yeah. think that that would be okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I I think you and I are similar in this regard because like I I I think we both do this thing especially in dating relationships, but even in friendship, like I think in friendship relationships, like I will divulge something that the other person will think Oh, like I'll share like a big T trauma that I've had, but I'm like, uh-huh. I've done a lot of work around that. So I'm right. like, I can talk about that and be cool. But then you like, it's been some years and I'm saying some shit and I'm just like, you know, when I really, when I start like stream of consciousness, like talking about whatever, like the way I do with my therapist, that's how, you know, you've gotten in. Like, I'm like, Oh, what's wrong with her? She's like <laughs> actively learning about some things, some, <laughs> some things about herself and she's like not doing well. Like, <laughs> When I start showing you that side of me, that's how you know you've really gotten in deep. Sometimes I'm talking, you get the insights. Like, I was, you know, that happened to me today. I'm like, listen, you got me talking for this long. We're having a three-hour therapy session. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm getting some insights for myself. Like, hold on, that was for me. I'm talking to you, but that was for me, too. Like, all put right. Put that one back. Yeah, put that one back for yourself. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, tell, tell me more about this. Like, what is the it's it's destroying the the gen z dating like tell me about that i mean it sounds like you know it's something a practice that is so common but Mm -hmm. i mean i think i think if we think about you know again gen z gen z has been online you know like yes all of this time and like they're you know they come up with social media like as much as whatever restrictions whatever that whatever those are Mm -hmm. um they're still on there and they're still finding out about stuff and you know there's so much out there now there's so much Mm -hmm. information and misinformation Mm -hmm. and people just getting a hold of any kind of information and so yeah um i think they're more aware of like their mental health I was just going to say, I feel like there's so much, especially, like, I think about TikTok and, like, all that, like, there's a lot of therapeutic language just being tossed around really Mm -hmm. casually, and Mm -hmm. so I think people have gotten really good, especially younger people have gotten really good about naming things and, like, you know, understanding these concepts that I think older folks might not necessarily grasp in the same way, but then Mm -hmm. it's, it's almost like... Once they feel like they have the language, they're like, okay, cool, I got this. But they're not actually processing a lot of that stuff with a real-life therapist person. Like, yeah. Right. I mean, to that point, I will say, just in my, you know, day-to-day job, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll talk with students and, you know, like in an intake, um, and I'll ask about if they have mental health diagnoses and, like, you know, they'll, you know, some of them will tell me some diagnoses. And so I, you know, go, go back. Then I just want to make sure that those are diagnoses you got from a therapist. Like, <laughs> right. You didn't diagnose sure you, yourself right, with that because you saw it. Seriously. Cause you know, people tell you they have anxiety and depression and everything. And I mean, cause I, you know, same, cause I'm like, mm-hmm. I do not have a formal 
Yeah, of course. But I'm like, you know, well, I mean, like, technically, you know, could I recognize these things because I am yeah. a mental health professional? So, I mean, you know, I feel a little bit better about mine. But still, I mean, if I wanted to do anything about it, I'd still have to go see a professional right. for a, a diagnosis. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, so I have to, you know, just double check with the kids. Like, this is so you, you know, so you have received treatment or some kind of mental health services where you've gotten this diagnosis mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like yes i'm like okay just you know i just have to check i have to double check because you know y'all are savvy you know yeah. and so they are more savvy and they're more open to talk about things mm-hmm. i also had a girl this week tell me that you know come into a session tell me she didn't want counseling she's like oh i don't think i need that da 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 proceeded to talk for a whole hour like (laughs) okay so you and that you said that you did not want that all right don't want the counseling (laughs) do you know that that's what this is that's what we're doing right now just keep doing this we'll just keep doing this we'll do this again Um, (laughs) yeah she leaves and you're like all right let's can we um come back same time next week and we'll 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 talk some more and she's like i don't even realize that i'm doing therapy but i am (laughs) just talking about all the things and just in the things that they share it's like honey you were waiting to talk to someone yeah you were you were it was like all pent up you could feel it like ready to come out i mean like i barely got a word in i'm like okay you don't want you don't want to talk to anybody you don't think you need to talk to anyone okay all right (laughs) well yeah we'll just not talk again um but yeah like I think that that and you know I guess those yeah my students are Gen Z yeah so um I don't know I think they just what's the do you know what the age cutoff or like the year cutoff for Gen Z is because I know there's now there's what Gen Alpha Mm -hmm. after them I think that's my my nephew's generation oh okay I'm, I'm looking it up because I need to know Gen Z hears. <laughs> right, because I. Up. <laughs> it gets okay. a little confusing sometimes because we're obviously we're millennials. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this marks Gen Z as uh, people born from 1997 to 2012. So mm. their ages would be 11 to 26. Okay, that's a pretty wide range. I guess mm-hmm. millennial is pretty wide yeah, as well. Yeah, ours is as well. Um, yeah. And millennials are ninety. Uh, I'm sorry, nineteen eighty one to nineteen ninety six. Those okay. ages are twenty seven to forty two. Of course, we have Gen X, mm-hmm. the ones people forget about sometimes. Um, <laughs> it's nineteen sixty five to nineteen eighty, and they are forty three to fifty eight. And then we have the Boomers, um, boomers. Okay, <laughs> nineteen fifty five to sixty four, and they are fifty nine to sixty eight. Hmm. And, you know, everyone else is older than that. Um, so, <laughs> um, just a little info on that. But, yeah, Gen Z apparently just over-divulging um, emotionally, I guess. And people just want something simple, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so, okay, I'm curious about this. Like, let me ask you your thoughts. Like, what do you feel like the danger is in over-divulging? Hmm. People, so, okay. One, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this may be from a therapist's perspective, I'm not sure. But I think one of the dangers is if you don't know that that person can hold what you are sharing, mm-hmm. then you are likely, 
and they can't hold it, mm-hmm. then you are likely to get a response from that person that you don't want to get. And that yeah. may cause you to feel rejected or hurt mm-hmm. because they can't hold what you are trying to share. I would right. imagine that was that's one of the problems that comes up with that mm-hmm. is like, oh, oh. I've I've seen I've seen it happen with some <laughs> students at my school. Uh, I have seen yes. that happen actually. Yes. And we had a whole session with two. I mean, like we don't often do like a. It wasn't a couples counseling, but it was it <laughs> it was close to to it was like close. They were friends, were but they had yeah. clearly been involved, and we uh-huh. there were some things to work through, mm-hmm. and so. <laughs> We did that whole thing. But yeah, I mean, just, I think they trauma bond with each other. Yes. Yeah. And I even, I remember being, you know, a much younger kid, like, you know, being in high school and like dating Mm -hmm. and I don't, not so quickly, but like would divulge things about myself to people and Mm -hmm. then you know, I'm I'm talking to other high schoolers, and they're like, I don't know what to do with that information. You are you good? Like, right. <laughs> and I'd be like, Yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm fine. I was not. Spoiler alert: She was not fine. <laughs> she was not fine. <laughs> but like, you know, I was always coming at it from like it wasn't like the first day we met or anything, but it was just always like, Yeah, you really, I think, do have to be careful with that as a young person because it's like. Most of the people that you are telling that information to are not actually equipped to deal with it at that age. Yes. They're barely equipped to deal with their own shit. (laughs) And that's, I mean, you know, it's a message I often try to give to, you know, again, the kids that I see. Because, you know, we talk about things and we talk about supportive people in your life. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, my friends. I'm like, okay. And, like, when you're going through this, like, deep issue that we're talking about, like... Mm -hmm. Who is able to hold that for you? Because it, I need you to have an adult. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, I like, I, <laughs> oh, I remember uh, writing an essay one time when I was younger about like, you know, some, some big T traumas and then talking about the person who I had to, that was supportive of me at that time. And it was my fucking high school boyfriend who was like halfway a drug addict. So I was like, (laughs) no, that was not, that person was not helpful at all. Like I, I think about that sometimes and I remember, this is a whole nother story, but like, I remember, uh, like a teacher reading it and being like, and do you have anyone else? And being like, no, that's, that's, I'm good. Yeah, and, and just like, I've, it. it's like, it, like my adult self just wants to smack that younger version of myself and be like, no, like you could do so much better than this. <laughs> like you do so much better than this. Like, what is your problem? Um, but that's, I mean, it's very much like teenage thinking. And, mm-hmm. and so it's like, you can't blame them, but it's like, Oh, yeah. child. One, like, one no. day they will hopefully cringe <laughs> thinking right. about that. And I also, I don't know, I'm also thinking about, like, what is the intentionality behind, like, why you're telling it in the first place? Are you doing uh-huh. it because, you know, this person that you're, that you really like is, like, pulling away and you're like, wait, maybe if I tell them some deep, dark secrets about myself, they'll be like, oh, wow, let me hang on a little longer. Like... <laughs> 
You know what? I'll be okay. I'll be honest. Now I was in high school, and <laughs> this is kind of sad. Um... <laughs> oh, we gotta laugh about it though, right? <laughs> right. So my boyfriend at the time was breaking up with me, and I'm you know mm-hmm. I'm all upset. And so mm-hmm. you know, in the middle of this whole conversation, I start telling them like about my mom passing away and all this stuff and i'm oh like my what? god <laughs> what are you trying to do like you know if you just feel bad for me like maybe we yeah like what the fuck is that like why would that be a good reason to tell somebody something so if you ever find yourself in a place where you're like trying to tell somebody something so that they don't break up with you it's probably a bad look it's, it's a probably a bad look man oh, it's a red flag don't do uh, it yeah, Just but like we've all them. been there, right? We've all been there. We've all you been know, there. It's high school, Christine. You know, I don't do those things these days. We live and we learn, <laughs> and we grow up oh, and we yes. get better. <laughs> uh, I will not I'm, share my traumas as a reason, you know, as an attempt to uh, yeah. hang on to a relationship. That's not. That's not. What we but do at the this. same time. As an adult with a you know a mental health background, now I'm like it's a bid for connection. Like you're trying to, you just want someone to connect with you. Like at that age, I think everyone is just so desperate to make connections that feel good, and they're just throwing whatever at the wall to see what sticks. And it makes so much sense to me that that would be what you did. You know, yeah. that's what I did. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, okay, so all right. Yeah. We we gonna, you know, send the energy to yes. like best of luck. Go see your therapist, your friends are not your therapist. Go right. see a counselor. It's all Wait right. till that little that little frontal lobe is done growing to yeah, <laughs> you know trusted adults, mm-hmm. you know, and do your yeah. thing. Like, exactly. Talk it out. So, uh, <laughs> All right. What else, what other kind of shit do we so, have to shoot? Okay. <laughs> I also saw. I've just seen these random things on the internet. So I saw. I don't remember how I saw this, but <laughs> there's a conversation about whether watching TV is a good first date. A first date watching TV. What's your initial thought on that? My initial thought is, if it's our first date. And I'm, I like just met you. I don't want you in my house and I don't want to go to your house. <laughs> you know, I'm I, like, I, I feel you. I'm feel just you. straight up from a safety perspective. Like, let's meet in a public place so I can feel out your yeah. vibes first. You know, yeah. this could, now, I don't know. This could be a generational thing. I'm not sure. If say, we, say your I, I was just going to say, if we know each other in a different context and mm-hmm. then you're like, like, the first thing I thought of was like, if we're coworkers, and then I was like, no, don't date your coworkers. <laughs> don't. <laughs> like, uh, but you know, like if we have if we have a mutual friend, if we mm-hmm. if there's some sort of background, like if this is anything other than like we just met on a dating app, or you like stop me on the street or something, like if I don't know you, I don't want to go to your house. But if I know mm-hmm. you, yeah. I might be a little more inclined. Um, especially if you're making a thing out of it. If you're like, we're going to come over, we're going to watch this thing that we both like, I'm going to make you some food, here's some, you know, a nice little cocktail, or something like that. I'm like, all right, bet. Like, I'm down with that. Mm -hmm. 
But if we're just straight up coming to watch TV, like, I walk in the door and you're like, here's the couch, and we just sit down together, I'm like, <laughs> you're trying to fuck, and I, I would like to be courted a little more than this. <laughs> Give me a little bit of effort, okay? Please. Come on. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do not invite me to the couch. Um, <laughs> so, apparently... 45% of Americans say having different movie tastes is a deal breaker. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is an important factor okay. in uh, dating relationships, uh, figuring huh. out those movie tastes. Okay. So, um, 57% say Netflix and chill is an appropriate, or an, I'm sorry, an acceptable first date. Okay. I mean, I, it's not my personal vibe. Mm-hmm. I would like, again, I would like to be courted a little more. I don't want I you to Netflix too. and chill me the very yeah. first day. But I would agree that, like, someone's taste, like, I think if people have similar tastes, then odds are they're going to get along pretty well. Like, if we like the same kinds of music, if we like mm-hmm. the same kinds of movies, if we like the same kinds of whatever... It's going to give us something to talk about. But also, I am, I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm weird about TV. Like, there's so much shit. I like, I don't watch that much TV. So the stuff that I do watch, I like want it to be really good. I don't watch a lot of, a ton of reality. Although I do have a side tangent for you later about how I ended up watching the the Golden Bachelor. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh, because Victoria was watching it and then our friend Katie would come over to watch it with her and Uh I would just be there they would be watching and like I got so sucked in like the last episode I was so invested anyway I've been there (laughs) but it's also like I'm not I'm also not super judgmental so I think if you like something that I don't really like if you give me a good enough argument like you could probably convince me to like it yeah yeah so maybe I'm not the right person to ask what are your thoughts so, I, you know, I, I yeah, I, I do think I would like to be courted a little bit more. I feel like it's, you know, I, yeah, the last person I dated definitely courted me a lot, a lot more. But now the second, well, now our second day we did end up <laughs> at the house. Um, now we now weren't second watching day. TV, but like, <laughs> we were at the house. Um, <laughs> we were at the house. We were, we were at, at the, the house. house. <laughs> we were not watching TV. You were um, <laughs> you were courted in that relationship. We all I remember. Was, yes, courted very, courted. very heavily. Courted. Showing up For to work. At least a year. Flowers, with food, <laughs> with like, oh man, that was... That was intense. Like, I we mean, were all like, "God damn, maybe we should listen, all be a woman." Okay, <laughs> I'm telling you, when the light when the light shines on you, like, oh, what is this? Like, what is this glow? Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Remember our mission to make the podcast a little more gay? Here it right, is. Here it is. <laughs> like, women, now you know? it's this. I, I will say, this <laughs> try a woman. Uh, I will say the spectrum there is. You know, the goods are good, but the bads are the bads. bad. <laughs> we are something else, okay? Yeah, not to generalize, mm-hmm. but, you know, the goods yeah. are good and the, bad, the bads well, are bad. I'm just speaking from experience right now. <laughs> right. Anyway, the sorry. Bad. Um, <laughs> but, 
Um, so <laughs> I'm like, how did I get here? Because I said the second day, but the second day, the first day, no, we the first and the second day. I will say the second day we ended up at the house. We the but we did go. Our second day we went to like. Um, it was like an Indian festival. We went to like the temple mm. and they were having a festival. Oh, that's was very fun. Cool. Yeah, that's like, very cute. Yeah. And you ended up at the house after that. Yes. So that's that's so appropriate. That's right. so appropriate, so right? Appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. So, um, I don't know. I don't. I've never had a first date at the house. I mean, now I've had people that I've met like in a one-time setting and mm-hmm. we never had a date and they came to the house but I, mean, uh, I don't know i mean i feel like that's a hookup and like you that's a know hookup. what that is yeah so right i don't know if we're actually if you're actually trying to date me then it's, right. it's different i was just i and, don't know if you could invite me to the house to watch tv if we're yeah. like if you're trying to pursue me to pursue yeah to pursue me i feel like i've I don't know. Maybe I'm just like a little too concerned about personal safety because I know that is, and maybe it is yeah. a generational thing, but I'm just like, nah, I need to see you in the light of day and like, yes. <laughs> but, and really what it is is like, I, I also am, I might could be convinced to go to your house, but like, I do not want you in my you space. In my space. No. Yeah. Yeah. At like all. not, I need, I don't need that energy in here until I know what the vibes are for yes, real. Absolutely. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's been very limited energy in this apartment in the whole time that I've been here, which is and I been bet here. It's crazy. That but is yeah. crazy. I, I feel like you just moved in, but you're know, like right? settled at this point. <laughs> right. Well, probably still not settled, but well, we're are we ever really? Yeah. I'm like, we're still, you know, I'm like, by the time, by the time I finish the apartment, it'll be time for me to leave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's always <laughs> a work in progress. Look, look at it. <laughs> okay. Let's take it all down. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the 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 vignette that you have right here though that's been up for a hot minute yes it's, yes it's, the living room cute. has been kind of done it's just that that my workspace you know is like mm-hmm. ever in progress also there's just like still just like boxes and shit in there so uh, well, it's like my it's, storage room <laughs> yeah everybody needs at least one room that's that the room that i'm in right now is not at all a vignette because this is just the room where everything random yep. goes yeah stuff. Yep. <laughs> it makes for a good recording space though yes anyway so okay so okay about this watching tv so yes. in this article that i was reading so this survey found that the average person is streaming about a that 1112 hours of content a year which is about 21 hours a week and that that's so much is equal to a part-time job. <laughs> now you didn't have to drag us all like that, okay? Like <laughs> you didn't have to do that. You didn't okay, have to do it that. Like it's a job, okay? We're watching it like it's a job. I mean, and I hope you know, you're getting paid. You better be signed up to Nielsen or somebody watching that much TV. You better be getting some. <laughs> Some now credits. you know I love to some surveys. Get a little survey here and there. <laughs> you know me, I find some money now. Like, all right, okay, let me get in and play these games. Did right. I tell you I signed up for that app? 
Again. So I can start getting paid for my yes. playing these games on my phone. Okay, send me a link because I, yeah, I could use... earn a $25 gift card. Stop playing oh. with me. I could use an extra 30 bucks or whatever. Like, please. Please. Hey, send me a link. Is there a I'll referral send code? Really? Yeah, I'll send <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a lot of TV. And I feel like I feel like my streaming has gone down since the pandemic. I feel like I spent so much that's time in good. the house watching TV. Yeah. That I, you know, now I'm just I'm in my, uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of out of my feral era, but we're still <laughs> in the streets a little bit, going out and about and trying to st- experience the world and not not watch as much TV as I used to. You're, I yeah, you're in, you're in the Sag, like, Sag Ascendant mm-hmm. in your solar return. Like, yeah, that's not a, that's not, you-, <laughs> you know, now if you were in the Cancer Ascendant, like, you might be at home watching some TV. But you're definitely vibe. in the streets right now. So speaking of which, sorry, uh-huh. just a quick side note before we take a break. Uh, I did look up my solar return chart for next year, and yes. I have I have a Sag ascendant again. So oh, <laughs> so things are gonna stay weird. It's just over gonna here. stay weird. <laughs> things are gonna stay weird. We're still gonna be traveling. We're gonna be doing whatever. Be We're not settled active. yet. Ooh, it's not okay. a it's not a time for settling just yet. All right, that's what. I'm I'm talking about I'm here for it I'm like I don't even remember I can't you know I saw so many I'm like I can't remember exactly what next year's is but that's you know that's a good time girl it's it's not a bad time but you know what she's also she's kind of tired so we'll see (laughs) it's rest in the future we gotta see the rest of the chart (laughs) exactly uh maybe on another shoot the shit episode I'll pull it up for you (laughs) okay okay Uh, okay, should we take a little break? Let's take one here. All right, we will be right back. I'm recording. All right, we are back. Uh, we got a little bit more of the meats. Um, a little bit more. And then we got some stoner scopes, because, of course, it's a new month. It's December. <laughs> oh, muy bien. On, new month, new blessings, <laughs> or whatever, you know? <laughs> uh, so, um, I definitely wanted us to chat a little bit more about Spotify Wrapped, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's our favorite time of the year, and we like to of course. know about the music that we are listening to and the plays that we are getting. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think this is the first year that... We got a Spotify wrapped for our podcast. Yeah, we didn't get one last year, I don't feel yeah. like. Yeah, and so, and maybe they weren't, maybe they didn't do them for podcasts last year, I don't know. Um, but I was really excited to look and see, um, and I just wanted to shout us out a little bit. Um, yeah. And then I wanted to get into some of our personal things um, <laughs> personal plays um, mm-hmm. so I just wanted to shout out the fact that we had a lot of growth last mm-hmm. year and so mm-hmm. we were up 25% in listeners oh that's amazing uh-huh. we were up 54% in streams okay and we were up 76% in followers Oh, you guys, you're following us. You really like ah, us. I love it. So That's so good to know. I was trying to see if there's anything else like just that I wanted to share, but we have a lot of um a lot of fans that are, you know, 
that we are in their top, you know, podcasts, like their top okay. 10 and their okay. top five. Um, I think it. T- top 10, we've got about 68 people. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. And then the top mm-hmm. five, 44. Ooh. So we've got some people that really, really like us. Uh, they I'm really so honored. like us. <laughs> they really like us. They really like us. So very excited to see that. Um, but do you want to get into some of, you know, our personal? Oh, yeah. I mean, favorites? you already know. You already know. <laughs> Mine this year was not a surprise to anyone. Yours was great. I was like, absolutely. That is not a surprise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So my top artist, of course, was SZA. Um, also, today is December 7th. Don't ask me how or why I know this, but it is the one year anniversary <laughs> of SOS coming out. Oh, wow. So I, yeah, I was so obsessed with that album. I listened to it every day. That album ruined my fucking life <laughs> for Not a little while. ruined your life? <laughs> it's the soundtrack to my divorce. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, but it was so good. It's like, I just, it holds a very, it will forever hold a very special place in my heart. Um... Yes, is a and I think I was in what the point uh point top point five percent of SZA listeners, which also is probably a little excessive, but you know what? I don't care. I I loved it. Well, I was so you know, about it. I will say I had a similar number for my top artist, so I you know I can I can vibe with that. Like <laughs> I can understand. Apparently. We were vibing. (laughs) Who was your top artist this year, Christine? So this year, I was a little surprised. I'm not sure why I was surprised, but maybe I just forgot about how much I listened to this artist. Mm -hmm. Um, My top artist this year was Masego. Oh, that's a really good top artist. Yeah. Like, that that doesn't surprise me. Right. That's... (laughs) Very vibey music. Yeah, you know? right. I can see it. <laughs> it's very vibey. And honestly, um, at least two or three, two or mm-hmm. three of the people in my top are also collaborators of Masegos. So uh, they yeah, all collaborate. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. A lot that of, sounds about right. A lot of things. A lot of vibes. You know me. You know yeah. the vibes. <laughs> We love it. We love it. Um, yes. Who are you, who are the rest of your top artists this year? So, um, so number one is Masego. Number two mm-hmm. was Sir. I love mm-hmm. me some Sir. Very Cali. Mm-hmm. Very you know, roll the blinds, smoke the weed, yep. ride around. Of course, you know, <laughs> vibes. The vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, number three was Duran Bernard. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. You know, yeah. You know, get a little gay in there. Just get a little gay of course. In there. You gotta. Um number four is Alex Isley. Mm-hmm. And number five, Londrell. Ooh. You know, I gotta keep my vibe the vibes high. High you know, vibes. Gotta be elevated, Very high vibes. Okay. Yes. We love to see that. We love to see spirits. That. All right. <laughs> Tell me what you got going on over there. Yes. Okay. Okay. We like to see it. Um, so my top five this year, uh, of course, we've got SZA at number one. Mm-hmm. All five of my top played songs, well, the top four of my top played songs were SZA songs. And then the fifth, <laughs> <laughs> the fifth was um, Brent Fias. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Still in your Someone feelings. The, <laughs> yeah. Very in my feelings. Uh, 
I heard someone recently say, like, uh, if it, if you're a girl and you listen to Bi- Brent Fias, like, you are definitely toxic. And I was like, oh, oh I love Brent Fias. I do, too. I'm like, oh, yeah, but, maybe, you know, Also, I'm like, I could see it. It really does make sense. So, yeah, yeah. anyway, he did not show up in my top artist, but that one, there's one particular song that was in my top five uh, songs. So, yes. my top artist overall. So, of course, we've got SZA at number one. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got me being a little emo punk at number two with the Arctic Monkeys. Um, I love the Arctic Monkeys. Yes. Three, speaking of a little bit gay, we've got Boy Genius, which that is... Um, that's like Phoebe Bridgers and like it's all the like, you know, white girl, gay, everybody's white, white bisexual icons. <laughs> uh, they also put out an album this year that I loved and also had me very deep in my feelings. Okay. So shout out to them. Okay. <laughs> um, shout out to Boy Genius for literally every year Mac Miller makes an appearance. Yeah. Um, you know she loves Mac Miller. She loves I'll, I'll, Mac ne- Miller. I'll never get over Mac Miller's death. Yeah. Don't talk to me about it. Uh, and then number five was Caliucci's. Oh yes, okay, a yeah. vibe, yes. a vibe. Yeah, different oh, vibes, yes. but very definitely like similar. A lot of crossover, and I think yeah. in our music tastes. Um, I'm curious. Did you listen to many podcasts this year? Did you have a top top five podcast? So okay, I did not listen to podcast the way I normally have in the past so I actually mm-hmm. have a top four. Oh, <laughs> I do not okay. Because I was okay. not listening very much yeah. this year apparently. <laughs> so do you know what my number one podcast was? What, was it this podcast? <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh my god, the I'm such a Pisces the podcast. The I'm such a Pisces podcast. And you know, Amazing. I was in the top two percent of our mm. fans and so i would wow. like to know who beat me out for number one <laughs> i don't think it was right. you because yours you were further the, we were further down in yours yeah so, so who's so who's the number which one, one of you fan? which one of you is listening to us religiously more I would than love christine to <laughs> i would love to know if you are our number one fan Please reach out. Please. Uh, if you think that you might be the number one fan and you want to show us how many hours of our podcast you've listened to this year, please let me know. Send us the screenshots. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so, the I'm Such a Pisces podcast was my number one podcast. The Friend Amazing. Zone, number oh, two. Yes. The mm-hmm. Read, number mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. And Ghost of a Podcast, number four. Yep. <laughs> okay, ours are like almost similar. I've got one other podcast in the mix, but the Friends Zone yes. was my number one podcast this okay, year. Okay, I'll write the Friends Zone. There, I'm just yeah, we love forever a good podcast. <laughs> yes. um, my number two was this podcast called "I Saw What You Did." Uh, it's oh. a movie. I think I'm sure I've told you about it before. It's a film podcast. It's these two women. And they do a double feature with a funny theme every every week and then they just talk about the movies Mm, mm -hmm. and i i actually when i went to atlanta i met one of the hosts of the podcast at a gay bar that's right okay (laughs) yes i remember this for okay yes yeah um and then she i like wrote him a letter and like you know obviously i told them that we had a podcast but they did they read my letter on air but they did not shout out our podcast but you know that's okay i get it i get it you know um number three was ghost of a pod 
Uh, number four was the read, and then number five, of course, was I'm such a Pisces. So all right, we got in there. We got in there. Yes. We got in there. Okay, that's um, a good. That's a good little mix. Yeah, I thought so yeah, too. Love to see it. Okay, mm-hmm. so tell me about your minutes listened this year. Oh, <laughs> tell me about that big number. Uh huh. I think, uh, let me double check. I'm pretty sure it was like 38,000 something Ooh, minutes. Like, yes. it was a lot of minutes this year. It's a lot Up of minutes this year. 38,405. Definitely more than last year for me. Yes. Okay, so yeah. I was I was right behind you. So okay. I had 37,663 minutes listened. So <laughs> I wasn't so listening much. to the podcast, I guess, but I was listening to Masega. <laughs> You were listening. You were listening a lot. <laughs> That's amazing. So we were both doing a lot of listening, uh, earning uh, or making those subscriptions worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Absolutely. Getting that $10 a month, we are okay. getting our money's worth. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, um, I'm curious about genres. What was your What was your top genre this yes. year? Do you know? Okay, yes. Where? Okay, hold on. I'm trying to find the little... I think that one is kind of towards the front. Um, I just pulled mine up. Okay, hold on. Let me... Okay. I'm going to play this little video because I recorded the video <laughs> in case I didn't get the screenshots. Tell me your top genres until I find mine. <laughs> yes, take your time. So I my number one was rap. Uh, yes. My number two was just regular rock. <laughs> um, number three was alternative R&B. Uh-huh. Um, number four was pop. And then number five was indie hip-hop. Okay. So right. it's that's usually pretty consistent for yeah. me. Like, that's, yeah, that's just, that's usually it. <laughs> indie, indie, rap, rock, you know, all, all that thrown in there. Yeah. Now... Uh, did, oh, did you find yours? I did not. Okay, so I can't remember where that was. I did see it because I'm like, I remember. So I know, okay, my top genre was alternative R&B. And mm-hmm. then I think, no, I'm thinking about, no, I'm thinking about something I saw in our, our stats oh, okay. on, no big deal. on uh, <laughs> for the podcast. But yeah, it was, I mean, mine are usually like. Genre, R&B, R&B, R&B genre, adjacent. yeah, like yeah. R&B adjacent genres. I think this time there was something like popish that that crept in there. Um, they get so specific sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I see it. Yeah, that's me. You know, the low BPMs. Uh, <laughs> like, we're just we're vibing. We're vibing. That's what we do. But yeah. Um, I'm trying to, is, was there anything else that was kind of interesting? Did you get a little, um, a little character? Oh yes, I did. I got what was your um, character. I got the alchemist uh, based on like the play, like how many playlists I made, like oh. that kind of thing. Let me give. You, I'll uh, pull up the little Read description yeah, here. Little... It's like the last thing. <laughs> Uh, sorry. Always takes me a minute to find it. Okay, the way you listen this year makes you a hero. 
I was, yes, The Alchemist. So listening is your laboratory. You create your own playlist more than other listeners do. Nice work. Oh, I love it. What about you? So I got The Vampire, which I saw this Ooh. related to Pisces later, and I was like, that's, yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. on brand for us. Um, so it says, when it comes to your listening, you like to embrace a little darkness. Ooh. You listen to <laughs> emotional, atmospheric music more than most. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. Sounds and it really about right. That is very much giving Pisces. Maybe a little Scorpio as well. Yeah, definitely both of those. So it's it's fitting for me. Yep. Very fitting. <laughs> so yeah, that's I mean that was that's the fun stuff we saw in the I Spotify wrapped. I yeah. love it. Now, um oh go ahead. Oh no, uh go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna ask if you wanted to move on and do the stoner scopes for this week. Yes. So, of course, it's it's a new month. It's December now. Holy shit. It's almost 2024. God. So, per usual, oh, we've got your monthly stoner scope. Wild. <laughs> wild, y'all. Yes. And um, if you want, I can start us off if you're still pulling sure. it up. Oh, yeah. No, I'm here. I, okay. I was just sort of like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Little transition. It happens. Um, <laughs> So, do we want to jump in with Sag? Yeah. Sag, it's yeah. your birthday. All right. So, Sag, um, happy birthday, Sagittarius. Those born under the sun are adventurous, optimistic, and philosophical, philosophical <laughs> individuals. Um, this fire sign, ruled by Jupiter, often seeks knowledge and truth, embracing life with an open mind. December has plenty of adventure and exploration in store for you, Sagittarius. Your ruling planet, Jupiter, will enhance your natural zest for life, creating cravings for new experiences and knowledge, per usual. (laughs) This is the perfect time to embark on physical travels and intellectual pursuits. This festive season adds an extra layer of excitement and social activity to your life. Embrace these opportunities to expand your horizons, but remember to stay grounded. Balancing your adventurous spirit with some practicality will ensure you make the most of this vibrant period without overextending yourself. In terms of your career, your enthusiasm and optimism may open doors to new opportunities and positive recognition in your current role. Financially, be mindful of overindulgence as your optimistic nature might lead to overspending. Keep up your active lifestyle while taking time to rest and rejuvenate. Socially, you're often the life of the party, attracting others with your infectious energy and humor. In matters of the heart, those relationships will enjoy shared adventures, um, while single Sagittarians will, rather, may encounter love in the most unexpected places. Remember, Sag, that your freedom-loving spirit is your greatest asset. Let it guide you through a month filled with joy, learning, and memorable experiences. Mm. And then, as a Sag, you're strained this month. (laughs) Um, As a Sagittarius, your love for exploration and excitement finds a kindred spirit in frosted flakes. This hybrid, Mm. a child of MAC, has tingles 
laughs and good vibes in spades. It also sparkles like some of the luxury items that you may feel tempted to buy this season. Embrace the end of the year with a strain that fuels your desire for discovery and joy and looks good doing it. Mm. Okay. Love to see it. I love some frosted flakes. Okay, Sash. Right. All right. So, Capricorn. You're not cold, Capricorn. You're frosty. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, All right. Frosty. Okay. Yeah. As you step into the white wonders of December, let this mysterious OG strain be your cozy companion mm. through the chilly winter nights. This indica dominant hybrid is like a warm blanket blanket <laughs> for your mind, offering a calming and happy head high. Perfect for the head working, hard working, hard working, hard working Capricorn. <laughs> Frosty allows you to unwind and relax after a day of conquering mountains. Mm, okay. okay. Want to see it. Um, Next, we've got Aquarius. So Aquarius, your innovative and forward-thinking spirit will align perfectly with the soaring sativa-dominant vibes of Galactic Jack. Um, Crafted from the cosmic union of Jack Herrera and Space Queen, this strain is your rocket ship to unparalleled energy and productivity. Its peppery aromas are also out of this world. Hmm. Jack Herrera, that's that's a classic right there. That like is a, a classic. Yeah. I feel like I've heard of that one before. Yeah. Have you have you have you tried Jack Herrera? I do I don't have any memory of trying it, but there's a good chance mm-hmm. that I have. <laughs> yeah. I I know I've tried it at some point. I I enjoyed it. Like I, was, I I've read a lot about it like over time. So I'm like, okay, come okay. On, classic. <laughs> That sounds like something to try. Yeah. Um, and of course, Aquarius. I feel like that would be something that, like, yeah, you know, get into like this is a classic strain. You know, like Aquarius. You know, how the Aquarius combo is. of the classic strain with something called Space Queen sounds like yeah. very Aquarian. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm into this kind of different thing, but also, do you know about this? Right. Um, okay, so Pisces, hey, embrace the end of the year with a strain that complements your fluid, mystical Pisces energy. Let Dream Queen, mm-hmm. a whimsical Space Queen, and Blue Dream cross, redolent of tropical fruit and euphoria. Be your guide to a world where dreams and reality beautifully blur. That sounds great to me. That sounds like a, I'm like, get it today. Yeah, right now. (laughs) Dream queen. Please. Get it in my body. I love Uh, it. (laughs) Okay, then up next we have Aries. So if you can't make it to the mountains this winter, Aries, you can still evoke the serenity of nature. As you charge headfirst into December, let the hybrid snowcap be the frosty fuel for your spirit. It imbues cerebral effects that spark creativity and a case of the giggles. We love that. Coupled with a zesty profile hailing from its Jack Herrera and Hayes ancestry. To complement your adventurous spirit as you gear up for a brand new year. Okay. 
I'm seeing a, a commonality, a theme with some of these frosty. They really do frosted. love a theme, don't they? Yeah. I feel like last th- month it was like cake and pies and like uh-huh. you know, Thanksgiving stuff. <laughs> but with a lot of these strains, there's also like a, a common like the Space Queen, the Jack Carreras, like mm-hmm. seems to be showing up in a few of these strains. Yeah. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Taurus, as you indulge in the sweet moments of December, bulls let vanilla frosting be the decadent treat that satisfies your sumptuous senses. Okay, they tried to get me with that. Sumptuous senses. Uh, Okay, they tried to get that alliteration. I got it, though. Um, A luxurious cross of Humboldt Frost OG. And mm. Humboldt Gelato B times three? Mm. BX3. Okay. Mm-hmm. Vanilla frosting is a high potency indica dominant hybrid that complements your Taurus love for soothing comfort and quality. Mm. With its creamy, smooth aroma and notes of vanilla ending with a gassy finish. <laughs> It's a sensory delight that's as rich and satisfying as a gourmet dessert. Okay, we love to see okay. it. With a gassy finish. All right, gassy this finish for you, okay? Uh, gassy you know, finish. that's how you know it's good, right? <laughs> All right, so next up we have Gemini. Um, you need a strain that's ex- as exuberant as you are, Gemini. As you dance through the diverse experiences of December, let Jack Frost add a spark of frosty fun to your adventures. A magical blend of White Widow, classic, mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. Northern Lights number five, Jack Frost is a potent hybrid that mirrors your Gemini versatility and vivacity. With its happy, creative, and energized effects, this festive strain is perfect for your dynamic and sociable nature. Okay. All right. right. Okay. Cancer. As you navigate the emotional tides of December crabs, let the mystical northern lights illuminate your path to tranquility and inner peace. This old school indica strain is the perfect sanctuary for your sensitive and nurturing cancer soul. Mm -hmm. With its gentle euphoric effects that settle firmly throughout the body, Northern Lights offers a serene escape, relaxing your muscles and easing your mind. Mm, Yummy. Okay. Okay. All right. So moving on to Leo. You have no lack of energy and social stamina, lions. So imagine enhancing your natural state with a burst of euphoria and a creative spark with every puff, perfectly aligning with your flair for drama and passion. Golden Goat's effects are are mostly energizing, uh, making it ideal for social gatherings or solo creative sessions as you bask in the winter's festive glow. It has a unique profile of funk, fruit, and spice, bringing in 2024 with your trademark pizzazz. 
All right, Leo, golden goat. Mm, that one's felt the one off. That's off. The theme, off thing, yeah. Unless like, there's a theme the that I'm. Goat? Maybe yeah, I'm just not know. getting it, but I don't, I don't know. know. I don't get it either. So we Leo does this. love to stand out, though. So yeah, you know, okay, there you go. It tracks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Virgo. Like the big cats themselves, you were created. You're a rare breed, Virgo. <laughs> Like, okay, words. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Created by crossing the exotic genetics of tiger melon and snow lotus. Ooh. Snow leopard is a unique indica dominant hybrid that accentuates your Virgo precision and depth mm. with its higher than average THC content and woodsy profile. This strain is a master at bringing a tranquil yet introspective high ideal for your thoughtful and analytical nature Mm, okay well that tracks for a virgo (laughs) (laughs) okay all right let's see so uh moving on to libra (laughs) libra you love beautiful things and this strain is a thing of beauty a celestial blend of sumptuous blueberry and mystical white widow, again, with the white widow. Um, Blue widow is a hybrid strain that offers the best of both worlds, uplifting yet calming effects with a pungent fruity flavor. Perfect for Libra seeking equilibrium and joy in the festive season. Okay, that, like, that sounds good. It also makes me think of that, like, blueberry like goat cheese roll that i always find at the holidays Ooh, those are so too much good of. <laughs> yeah just like i'll have that speaking of girl dinner that's like just eat that on crackers that is the perfect girl dinner Mwah. oh my god we love to see yes. it <laughs> all right what do we have for scorpio okay scorpio much like how the berry bush regrows its fruit every year you scorpions are masters of reinvention Envelop yourself in the hashy jet fuel aroma mm-hmm. of blackberry kush. Oh, that sounds good. That does sound Balanced nice. with the sweet berry undertones. This stony strain creates a sensory experience as complex and intriguing as you are. Each puff is a journey into a world of relaxation where stress and insomnia are but distant memories. Mm. Wow. All right, Scorpio. Lovely. So, so those are the the, the stoner scopes this those week. Those are the scopes. Those wow. are the stoner scopes this week, y'all. So, you know, govern yourselves accordingly as mm-hmm. usual. You know, let us know what you're trying, you know. As always. Of Let course. Us know what's good? What's good? <laughs> um, so you know, it's the end of the show, y'all. We're, we're here. We're here. We're at we're the here. end. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed some of our conversations today. Let us know your thoughts, Always. feelings. Um, you know, vote on the poll. We're gonna mm-hmm. throw it up there. You know, you want diamonds? You want land? Mm-hmm. What's what's your please what's tell your us. Vote? Please tell, tell us. Tell us your votes. Yes. I have a feeling maybe the way this is going to swing. But, you know, sometimes people surprise you. You never know. Um, you know, we might have some Venusians in the house that want some diamonds. <laughs> All right? They'd like and to have so, a word. Okay. They would like to have a word. Like, hold on. Wait. Wait. Hold on. Not too much on the diamonds. So, 
Um, let us know your thoughts. Um, if you would like to contact us with comments, questions, requests for readings, mm-hmm. uh, email us at suchapiscespod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And that is spelled S-U-C-H-A-P-I-S-C-E-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. <laughs> and as always, you can find us at such a, such a Pisces pod uh, on all the platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, threads, uh, anywhere, anywhere there's a thing, you'll find us That's at such at. a Pisces pod. Uh, if, if, as always, if you have not already, go ahead, leave us a review uh, tell us what you think of the pod, and like Christine said, like engage with us, message us, email us, all the things. You know, tell us, tell us things. Send <laughs> us your chart. <laughs> ask us about. Ask for a friend, please. You know, you please. Know, we'll us, be your friend know, for a little bit. We'll be your friend. We, you know, I just you know I do free counseling on the side. Um, <laughs> now don't advertise that. You'll have people in no, your DMs I'm just like I'm just ready to do it. That's a real joke. That's a joke. <laughs> when I'm your friend, I do do free counseling on the side. But it's true, she's great um, at it. <laughs> not too shabby. Not too shabby. But we're gonna get on out of here, friends, uh, and prepare. You know, get ready for the next few weeks. We got some topics coming up. You know, I'll send you a little preview out here on. Ooh. You know, Instagram on the internet, you know, so stay tuned. See Mm -hmm. what we're talking about next. Yes. Can't wait to see it. Ah, All right, y'all. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Stay safe in these streets. Protect your energy. And seduce and scheme safely. All right, (laughs) y'all. Bye. Bye.